You're about to listen to the first experimental season of our show, formerly called Not One Presents the Podcast. For better audio quality and our current ongoing D&D campaign, skip ahead to season two featuring the Daft Monks. On this episode of Nat One Presents. Maybe that's possible, but I really doubt this this fucking spirit woman was like, her ancient Celtic tree is right off the path. It's just right there. Adventure. Heartwarming stories. Role-playing that could only be seen by the gods. Here at Nat One Presents, you get all that and more. Now join us as we start another epic tale of con... Just kidding. This is Nat One Presents, a tabletop role-playing game podcast that takes your favorite nerdy games and pop culture icons and ruins them with improv. Hello, and welcome to Nat One Presents, the podcast. Hey, Nate. Nate, you're back. I'm back. You survived your family vacation. Oh, it was an ordeal. Was to it? say the least. It looked fun. I saw our photos. It looked cool. That's the They weren't from you. But. No, no. And that's the, the weird thing about photos, Nate, is they can uh, capture just a, a glimpse in time. So say the sun was in my eyes at the right moment and I was squinting. It almost looks like I'm smiling. Yeah, you were. <laughs> right, it's how right. they get you. It's how they get you. <laughs> but I did listen to uh, your video game episode and I got to say, I am a little upset about oh. it. Oh, why? Because uh, you and Chris always talk about video games when I'm not around. And, like, I play video games too, man. It kind of hurt my feelings. Oh, I'm sorry, man. It's just, really, you only talk about Mortal Kombat. Well, now I'm on Guilty Gear Strive. <laughs> <laughs> how is that? Uh, it's pretty good. I've uh, logged in uh, how many hours? Probably 80-some hours. That's a lot for you. Yes. That's a lot. And it turns out uh, I've been putting all that time into a shit character. <laughs> <laughs> He uh, turns out after some extensive online research and looking at frame data, which is huge in fight games, he's at the very bottom <laughs> of the tier list. So, like, man, he's still really fun to play. He's a Faust guy. He's got a paper bag on his head and shit, and he has a oh, huge nice. scalpel. That's he does cool. cool shit, but as far as actually being competitive, because they, the actual, I like how they did the the multiplayer on it, where it's set up like a huge tower, and you have to work your way up the tower to get to heaven, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's like heaven or hell is like the yeah. big thing. Ooh. And then I made it up to uh, tower level six. I think there's only 10 levels. And right now, Faust is really showing me why he's the bottom of the, the barrel. Like, <laughs> I could beat the low playing scrubs, no yeah. problem. And, but once I got up to like people that are actually good, it's a big difference. So uh, I changed my character a couple days ago, and now I'm working on 80 more else. hours. Yeah, here we go. And this is why I can't get you to finish Castlevania. This is why know, you're never on Sea of Thieves. Uh, I should get right. on Sea of Thieves. This is what it you're passionate about. Fun, this is what you're passionate. Did you do that Evo tournament, the online one? No, I didn't. I got too scared because... I, <laughs> the whole like latency thing like yeah. okay so i sign up for a, a thing called uh, geforce now which basically like netflix for video games but they did a new update where you can stream it to apple devices now through safari okay and then so that basically saved me on my vacation because now i can still play a little bit of guilty gear but just <laughs> the little bit of lag in it is enough yep. to blow your brains out oh. and it fucking sucks so is that the like apple specific lag or it was just like in general i think just in general because like if mom doesn't have great wi-fi out there so i was trying to play off cell data that's fair and it just wasn't that great yeah okay. but then the whole thing is if i want to play in this tournament i have to link it to my playstation 
and then kind of back play it to my computer that I like I have a working controller with. Yep. And just that little bit of lag, I knew it yep. wasn't going to be no. worth my time. Yeah, that's so nonsense. We just got to play the waiting game. We'll see. What are your thoughts on, I mean, I feel like you have to play as like higher tier characters when you play a fighting game or you have no chance, which sucks right. because I'm always like, I like to just play like who I want to play. Right, as. like the kooky right. fun characters and stuff. But yeah. yeah, like I think if you do want to be competitive, you either need to log in double the amount of hours. Like the the main guy right now is, uh, his name is Soul bad guy and he's fucking bullshit man he has this like invincible move where it puts up a huge shield and he ducks low and just fucking nails you every time so i'm playing faust he puts me in a corner and anytime i do anything like same move over and over again this guy's just fucking spamming it it's gross yeah i was pretty upset about it i'm still pretty worked up I feel the same thing in, in Smash Bros. That's like the only fighting game I've ever really mm-hmm. invested in. And I played that since like high school, like middle school, honestly. So I'm like middle of the line. Like I, if you like just casually play, I can probably beat you. But if you're like really into following the series, then right. probably not. But it there's just certain characters that it's like, it's, it's like, there's no point. Like there's right. no point in fighting them. I, I love, I really love like ranged, uh, whatever you call it, like when you like control, like, what do they call that? Like population control or area control or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, so I play as a duck hunt who basically he like throws out, he has like three different timed explosive projectiles. And like my favorite is like a little can. Mm-hmm. And so I put out this little fucking can. I'll be fighting you. And I, every time I like tap beat, the can like hops Ooh. and it can change directions and you can like multi hop to like increase its height and right. stuff. So like, there's just a can there. It's, it's almost like, you know, setting like, with Snake, he just, like, sets a mine and it's right there, and that's boring. But with fucking Duck Hunt, I can, like, literally chase you around with this, like, fucking can. I can, like, change his direction by hitting it. And it's hilarious. Like, to me, it's, like, the funniest fucking right. thing. But he's not great. Like, he's not a top-tier character. So, like, as I've gotten pretty good with him, by the end of the day, he, like, you can hit him, like, another player with a smash attack seven times, and they still won't die. Like, right. they'll never get knocked off the stage. So... It's a bummer. Like, that's why I hate about fighting games. I, I just right. want to play. Like, I've also, like, I've tried the competitive Pokemon scene. Oh, yeah. And that shit's, like, way more competitive than I ever thought the game could be. And it's, like, it's 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 a waste of time if right. you're not playing with, like, the very clearly top tier, like, Pokemon. Right. You're, you're fine. I think, like, especially nowadays with games and how everybody plays it, like, there's, like, a threshold like, yeah, I play a lot and I play for fun, but as soon as you want to take it to that next level, like, ooh, maybe I can compete yeah. in a local Ooh, tournament or something. Gosh, no. Like, yeah. Oh, no, you're not ready for that. Well, and, and then it, it gets to the point where, like, you have to play this character a certain way. Right. And, like, there's, like, no wiggle room, right? Yep. Like, this is how you play that character. If you don't, you're wrong, yep. which I don't think is fun either, like, unfortunately, but that's that's how, like... Right, because that's the point of video games, games is, like, to express yourself yeah. and do whatever you want with your character, and yeah. now you're like, no, you can only and, play footsies or yeah. play neutral with this character. In, in a perfect world, all characters are the same tier, and right. you can play them however you want, and, like, they're still good or bad, whatever, but that's not realistic, and it'll never happen. I but know. that's that's my dream for fighting games. Ooh, me too, Maybe, I like I, that. I would dig that, right? So yeah. you can play fast, whether he fucking sucks yes. and his frames are and he still loaded is, as hell or ha- whatever. competitive against yeah. everybody else. Exactly. Oh, that would right. be nice. Uh, side news... Because I'm the best at transitioning <laughs> to the Patreon. We have a, a new person that signed up. He is my good friend, John. Uh, thank you, John. It's He's been a longtime listener, and now he can actually start watching the videos. And I've been bugging him for time and time again. And I even talk shit on him a little bit. But he finally did it, and he signed up. And I just want to say thank you, John. Uh, eventually, we might have to get him on the show. He's kind of funny. <laughs> kind of. He's got a great story. I don't know if he'll tell anybody about it. I'll tell you when the camera's not rolling. Ooh, so I'm right. telling Nate about your story, John. You got me. 
<laughs> it's all part of it. And uh, so that's all I want to say about that. Thank you, John, for yeah. signing up for the Patreon. Yeah. Thanks, John. And I'll also add, uh, if you have you been following our Patreon, uh, it was June was a hard month for us, both yes. recording. We had uh, back-to-back family vacations. And Is that other, what we're calling them? Other stuff going on. Yeah. I, I don't know. I went to Mexico. I had a blast. So i sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, June was a, a tough month. So we're, we are uh, catching up this week. And July, we will be back up to date with all recordings. I think we might, once we get caught up, throw in a couple, maybe even more bonus episodes once we're ahead of the game um, coming down the line. But thanks for your patience. Again, June is not the typical schedule we follow. So you should be back to your pre-scheduled content. Yep. And we appreciate all you guys that uh, are paying for the Patreon and everything and supporting us. Thank you, Nightbot. Nightbot, you're the best. <laughs> Number one Discord fan. I want someone Nightbot. to sign up and just like as Nightbot. Yeah. And, you know, that would be amazing. That'd make my day. Be constantly writing dumb shit on there. Yeah. <laughs> and not know who. <laughs> so, right. yeah, yeah. So, sorry. <clears throat> sorry. Uh, today's episode, we're going to, you guys know that I'm a big fan of the horror genre. Yeah. Can I ask you when that started? Ooh. Like, how, how far back does that <clears throat> go for you? Now, let me tell you a little story here. Nate. All right. <clears throat> now, I was at my aunt and uncle's house and i believe i was four or five maybe six okay. years old pushing it to the limit and we we're having a sleepover and my aunt thought it was fucking hilarious she had a hobo mask and she a hobo mask is that pc a hobo like homeless person yeah is it is it so they just like oh buy a mask of a homeless person that's like a population like that's not a specific person that's just well this one's like old timey you know with like the, the handkerchief and the drunkard nose and the scruffy face okay questionable okay. choices aside okay and then uh she thought it was super fun that right when i'm about to fall asleep would sneak into the room with this homeless person mask and scare the living bejeepers out of me and then she also thought it was fun for one year for Halloween. I forgot what I wanted to be. It was something super cool. But then she ended up painting my face like Dracula. And then when she showed me in the mirror, it was not what I wanted. It was Dracula, and it scared me. So your I, own, you were scared by yeah, your own My face. own reflection. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's what got me uh, into liking being scared, I guess. Because I'm like, it's a rush, you know? So I've always liked uh, scary movies. And just something about them. But lately, it seems like scary movies are shit. And I'm not afraid to say it. Like, a lot of them put out some good stuff in the beginning. Like, ooh, yeah, I can really get behind this. And then they just shit the bed, like we've said before. And I think that's what we're going to be talking about today. I got four movies that I want to talk about. I'm excited. So, uh, this episode, I didn't want to even pretend, like, I don't watch scary movies. I'm, like, the biggest... It's just, like, the last movie choice I would choose, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not my, like, uh, action, comedy, romance, all that. And then, like, I guess, like, uh, my partner wants to go see the... Um, uh, the purge, like whatever fit iteration of the purge, oh, right? yeah, the yeah. forever purge, forever. Purge. And I'm just like, not really. Right. Like, partly because sometimes I feel like these stories are terrible, and then sometimes like, yeah, it makes me a little uncomfortable like watching it. Oh, like, yeah. I'm the guy who like nervously laughs in the movie theater. I'm like, ha, ha, ha. As somebody's like, so, been like disemboweled, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like during Saw, Saw, I'm just all, uh, I'm just like laughing uncomfortably, and I think it makes other people uncomfortable. I'm too, pretty sure so. you giggled in Mortal Kombat when Kung Lu uh, cut that dragon lady in half. Oh yeah, <laughs> I do it, and it's like it's it's totally like a, a mechanism. It's very odd, but so yeah, I'm gonna leave it to you today. I'm I'm excited. I obviously have opinions. I've seen some horror films, so I, I'm looking forward to like talking about it with you but uh 
not going to pretend this this episode uh i do want to tell a little story though i have a, a kind of couple couple like cool little anecdotes one was that my like freddy krueger is like nightmare on Elm street Ooh, yeah, yeah yeah that's like my big fear uh growing up because my siblings are i have a half brother and half sister and they're eight years older mm-hmm. and so they thought it was cool to watch nightmare on elm street when i'm like four years old Ooh, that's right like yeah that's our i yeah. still like even like i'm talking within the month i probably have had like a dream of freddy krueger in it like Ooh, it still happens man. i'm like less afraid now when he shows up in dreams and more like really man like right. i'm like 30 like can you like give me a break here um but so but anyway Long story short, short, I worked at a hotel in college and they did a big horror convention called Rock and Shock. And so they would actually have like horror film stars come. Ooh. And so I met, I forgot what, do you know what I I'm, yeah, super fucking nice guy. That's what I've heard. And I, like, it was kind of like this weird moment to me of like, I met the guy who I basically was, who played the, the guy I was right. like, terrified about growing up and he was super nice. And so it was, maybe that is like what helped me maybe even get over like some of my fears or right. something. But that was pretty cool. I used, I used to meet, uh, like, uh, the guy from Machete, uh, Oh, Danny Trejo? Yep. He he stayed at the hotel. Because basically it was in Worcester, Massachusetts, and there's not a lot of hotels in downtown Worcester. And I worked at like the only semi-nice one. one, So I met a lot of these guys. I also met Gary Busey and a bunch of weird guys. He was bananas, by the way. Um, So it was cool. I met a lot of horror folks, and actually they were all pretty chill. Ooh, yeah. Um, Part of... the, The only people who weren't chill during that convention was they actually had some of the like other band members from like Metallica. And like one of, I forgot the guy's name, but he was a huge ass. Like he, I like had me bring up dishes to him like late at night, and I'm right. like, it's just not what the night audit does. It was stupid. So, uh, anyway, not really into bit horror, but that convention was always like a really fun time. I want to go to that. Yeah, and you, you would have dug it. that, dude. Right. Yeah, it was cool because it was like a, it was between the convention center, and then they also had like it was a, like a. a a concert hall that was purely for like metal concerts right. and stuff. So they would like have stuff at both venues and like people, would, it was almost like a festival and it was cool. It's right. just kind of a shit hole, but that was like a cool convention. Like Ooh, one yeah. of it's like small claim of fames. So I always liked the, the nightmare on Elm streets because there's something about being asleep. You're so vulnerable, mm-hmm. you know, like th- that kind of stuff is really scary when you're vulnerable and like, or when you're alone and by yourself, like those are the things that really make the horror genre like pop, you know, I just watched the like two hour long deck uh, documentary on the first male scream queen, which was, uh, I think a uh, nightmare on Elm street Two, where usually in horror movies, it's always a chick that's running yeah. away, but this time it was a dude. Okay. And like, that was a big thing at the time. And it turned out he's gay or whatever, which was a bigger deal back then than it is now. But oh, I think I heard some talked headline, about yeah. all that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, uh, so I was reading about Wes Craven's, like the story that, uh, inspired him kind of like partly of, yes, of that yes, tale. Yes, yep. And then, like, I thought that that was pretty great. Basically he was like a little kid and he like looked for some reason he felt compelled to look out the window one night. I think he heard somebody walking down the street. Mm-hmm. And when he looked out, there was this drunk guy looking directly at him, like in the window. So he got scared, like went down. I'm scared. Got, yeah, it. exactly. Scary. But like, that's not even that crazy. Right. But right. so he, he says he like, he goes like under his bed or he goes like away from the window, like, and he waits a while. And then he's like, it seemed like forever. But then he goes back and checks the window. The guy did not break eye contact, still looking at the window. Then what he proceeds to do is pretend to walk in slow motion backwards into the entrance of his, like, it sounded like it was an apartment building or something, and went into the apartment building. He could hear it. He went to wake up his brother, got a bat, and then, like, that guy, he was drunk. I think he was just fucking with the kids. So then then, then that guy ran away. But that's basically, like, the story that inspired it of, like, basically, like, somebody who was, like, aware of like someone's fear and just like taking advantage right. of it and it's just i thought that was pretty crazy it's so cool yeah 
And then also he was inspired by like, well, I don't know, like rubber man or something. Basically the fact that like when Freddie transforms into things, you can see like the red and green stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's inspired by some other like old oh, yeah. guy, like some rubber guy who would like turn into something, but you'd always see like his like hat or like tie or something. Right. And you would know it was him. It was always styled his way. So it was cool. It was, it was fun to read right. about that. Um, Cause I know there was a, a couple too uh, that he took from where it gets into the dream stuff. And that was based on real life events where there was like a whole slew of, I forget, it was like young college kids or something that weren't going to sleep. So like they, and they would end up dying from obviously like yeah. exhaustion or whatever. And they would like, the police would go into these kids' apartments and stuff and there'd be like six coffee pots in there, all the caffeine pills and stuff. Like, why were these kids afraid yeah. to go to sleep? So then that's when he like, yeah. this is why. It's uh, Wes Craven, like he puts a lot of thought in oh, it. Yeah. So like his, I, I like, and he actually like the original ending of Freddy Krueger was like more like deep and then they just changed it to more like the scare right. tactic ending. But anyway, that's that's all I'll say on that. I'm curious to see. So the premise of today, right, is mm-hmm. that you picked so, some of the horror movies have not been so great lately yep. or in general for a while now. You picked three or four. 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 There was originally three, but there I watched three. another one <laughs> what was it, two nights ago and I messaged you right away. And I'm like, this movie's fucking bullshit. Cannot wait. So, <laughs> so you basically are going to pick four movies with horrible endings. Yes. And then also, did you maybe say like if you would change i got ideas you got on thoughts? how we can fix it okay or if like <laughs> yeah. you should just not like just give it up all right, all right. Cut it. i'm excited here we go here we go all right the first one i want to talk about is a movie called shadow in the cloud okay. it came out i don't know i should have wrote down all these dates but fuck it you can look it up shadow in the cloud it's got um the little girl from kick-ass in it she's an adult woman now but uh what's oh, her yeah. name chloe moritz or something like uh, that kick-ass girl. well yeah kick-ass girl and uh, the movie starts off with she jumps on a plane and she says she's a pilot. And the movie does a really good job. You can tell that it's kind of low budget. It does a great job of just uh, flashing between uh, it's just her in like a capsule in one of those old World War II bombers, you know, like the gunner pods. Oh, wow, yeah. So it's just her in there for a good majority of the movie. And all she can hear is people talking on the radio. And it does a great job of like using that. As like it's, a, I love the concept. Right? Honestly, you're selling the shit right? as, right a, as it's yeah. fear device. Yeah. You know, like because you don't, you can't see what's going on. You can only hear. Right. And she's like, "Oh man, what the fuck's going yep. on?" You know. And then, uh, then there's a couple twists. It turns out it's a gremlin movie. the The main monster is a gremlin. It jumps on the plane okay. and stuff. And like, right. okay, the CGI is not great, but okay. I can live with that because right, the, yeah. so far the storytelling has been really good. But now it gets to a point where shit starts to go downhill, and. <laughs> It turns out that this lady is running from an abusive husband, oh, and okay. That's a lot of extra. there's another guy on the plane that she had a baby with, an affair baby, if you will, and okay. that baby is now in a bag in the plane. She's down in the pod by herself. The baby is in a bag with the dad <laughs> up in the plane. Nobody else knows there's a baby on board. Okay. They find out there's a baby. Okay. And then uh, shit happens. The gremlin starts tearing shit up. She's like, this is a gremlin. It turns out she's a badass because she starts like gunning and stuff. And then now the Japanese planes are coming after him all of a sudden. And the gremlin's still tearing shit up. There's a big hole in the plane. All this is fine with me. <laughs> this is okay. You're still on board. I'm still yeah. on board. You started to lose me a little bit with the baby in the bag. Yeah, there's a baby right. in a bag, but th- I'm still okay <laughs> with it. I will still follow along. Right. But there's one scene, if you watch it, Nate, where I'm like, nope, I'm done. I'm officially checked out. I still finished the movie so we could have this conversation. But she's walking on the edge of the plane, falls out of the fucking plane, 
but it just so happens another plane explodes underneath of her and launches her back into the original plane. That's not and a it, thing. No. That's not and a that, thing. that was the point where I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and then it just went downhill from there. Great movie up until this point. And then they're like, you know what? We don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> We're making a movie. So then the the gremlin thing kills most of the crew and shit. There's like, uh, you know, a woman empowerment moment. And then they crash land on a beach. Blam. Oh, somehow she saved the baby. The baby almost dies like 20 fucking times in this thing. I don't know how the baby survived. So was this like some kind of mechanic to like they needed the baby to have something to protect? Like aside from everybody else on right. the plane? Like, I think so. Like maybe. I just feel like the baby's superfluous. Like I don't think right. it's adding anything to this story. That no, it, it didn't. If, if anything, it's just like, man, why is there a baby involved? <laughs> you know, like there's a bunch of murder and shit yeah. going on there. Why does there have to be a baby in a bag? And, like, why'd you sedate your baby and then put it in a bag? Like, I feel like there's other ways you could have hid your baby to get on board or snuck a flight somewhere. Like, all that stuff didn't make sense. But at the, at the very end of it, they crash land. And then she's like, the dude, the father of the baby is, like, hurt or something. And then she's like, hold my baby. <laughs> and then the dad holds the baby. And then Chloe, whatever, runs along the beach and then just starts beating the shit out of this gremlin with her bare hands. <laughs> what? <laughs> And that's when I fucking lost it. I just started laughing. And then she's destroying this gremlin thing with her bare hands on the beach and ends up like stabbing him with its own tail or claw or something like that. And then afterwards, she's like, yeah. And then they live happily ever after, I think. You had me so sold in the beginning. I know, like, that's how I was, I was watching it. I was it. like, this sounds pretty good. Like, and again, I don't, I don't really dig these types of movies, but like that element, because like even like if I think back to my National Guard train, like, you know, I, I've had these like simulations, right? Where you hear like on the radio, like it's not near you, but it's somewhere else. And then like, oh, like six people down, like whatever, like that's terrifying, right. you know? So I can imagine being like in a pod, just hearing like the, you know, like the, the radio banter. Yeah. yeah back and forth. That, that, that. Like, you sold me there, but then it got weird. Even the gremlin part, I don't even know how I felt. Like, right. was it... It was like... You said it was oak. Oh, the gremlin wasn't that big of a deal. Like, right, I'm the, thinking, like, gremlins one, gremlins no, two. No, no, It was like, like uh, <laughs> It was like a... Uh, what's the, the movie I'm thinking of? It's called a gremlin, but it looks more like... Uh, what was that cartoon we used to watch all the time? Uh, Gargoyle. Oh, yeah, okay. So, it was like that looking kind of okay. thing, like a big gargoyle cool. looking instead Did of a Did they explain, like, where anything, is there any backstory to where or what that is? No. No. Okay. No. That's a they, horror movie thing, too, right? It's yeah. like, they don't have to. Right. But, but there was some teasers in the beginning, and they're like, oh, you got to watch out for gremlins, which I guess was a thing in the World War II oh, okay. era thing, okay. you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, the gremlins are what caused the plane to go down, not... Oh, see, yeah, see, like, I like that concept, like, more of that tied into it. And that was all in the beginning, so they threw that in nice, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I can see what's going on. I'm thinking of what you're putting down. But as soon as that plane exploded and threw her back into the original plane, I was like, what the fuck am I watching? I'm going to need a look. You're going to have to send me a clip. Uh, That's got to be on YouTube. It's got to be. That's bananas. I'll try to find you So she's, like, skydiving and then an explosion, like, the force sends her back Oh, right. how does it even like let the, me let me break the this physics down. there are so insane. the gremlin pops a hole in the, the wing or something like that and there's a big metal bar that, that flies out and hangs out well it's more like an upside down j looking okay. thing like that yeah and then somehow the gremlin manages to steal the baby and in the bag and then somehow she shoots the gremlin or something and the bag ends up dangling off of this hook out in the fucking sky you know and she's like nope i'm a fucking mama bear i'm gonna get out there and save my baby and she saves that baby 
And they, it was at that point where somehow she threw the bag back in and the plane explodes. She flies back in. And she's like the only badass in the whole movie, which is whatever. You know, I get it, you know, but it was too much, especially her killing the thing on a beach with her bare hands later on after it just straight dismantled like six other dudes. Yeah. Seems like strong premise that just got tired or they just like yep. stopped trying. Yeah. I, I think that could have been real cool. Honestly, like it plane dramas are really good. Like fucking like red eye and shit like that. Right. Like I love shit like that. And the, the, I think if you were to watch it, you'd really like how she just closes her eyes and tries to imagine who's talking and what. So yeah. it shows like a pure black screen with just like a white silhouette of the face that she like barely saw. And like, that's like them talking and like, that's yeah. how they're doing the radio community. And I really like that. That's the whole crazy. cinematography yeah. thing yeah. and everything. I like that. I, I think it's harder to like create a horror film in like a confined space. And so right. if you can pull that off, it's like a recipe for success. Oh but, yeah. Especially with like a lower budget. Totally. That's mm-hmm. all you need. If you have yeah. great dialogue, you can get away with it. Mm-hmm. Like the, the older movies, like all the Twilight Zones or the Hitchcock yeah. ones, they yep. didn't need all this CGI bullshit. They didn't. They really didn't. It yeah. was just a story and you're hooked on the story. Like, man, that is scary. But in order to fix this movie, Shadow in the Cloud... Yeah, how um, would you have uh, maybe... I would have uh, omitted the plane explosion. And let's just say... I really would have liked it if the gremlin just got away. If somehow or mm-hmm. another, like, the uh, the Japanese planes come in. And yeah. so not only are they fighting this gremlin, they're also fighting Japanese planes. Oh, yeah, like, so what happens with the Japanese? Like, Right, right they like, just fly in, and then the, the one pilot's like, they're not supposed to be this close to us. And, like, motherfucker, they're right there fucking yeah. attacking us. You know, the Zeros yeah. are, like, shooting at them and shit. And then the plane crashes, and you don't hear anything else about the Right, and then they're gone. They're gone. So I don't know what they're, happened. I think she might have like shot them all. Plot device. Right. And, like, I, who knows? Yeah. Like, it, it flew in there and then flew yeah. out. Be like... Oh shit, like there's like three of us on our tail, and then like they start going down because the gremlins like fucking taking it. And then they're like, oh fuck. That would have been fine too if there were more gremlins Mm -hmm. jumping in and taking down those planes, but who knows? But I definitely would have preferred, I think, just omit the baby right off the get go. Get rid of that baby. Um, Mm -hmm. And just have the gremlin attack the plane and keep doing like the confined space dialogue and try to expand on that instead of. What started off as a horror movie turned into some kind of weird action movie at the tail end of it. And I didn't. Was it like daylight when they land on the island? Yes. Or so like yeah. you just got like, yep. that, that so like strikes me. The really whole beginning, yeah, yeah, is nighttime. And yeah. like, oh man, it's that, cloudy. That's like what I was imagining yep. when you're describing it. I'm not imagining like fucking Bahama, Gremlin, fist fight. <laughs> that, that was at the end. It was daylight yeah. and they're fighting on the beach in the middle of the daylight. Amazing. Was, yeah. So right. that was a shadow in the cloud. Go ahead and uh, check it out. <laughs> Send us a comment. Let us and know for you, that was like such a deal breaker at the end that that's like a top four. Like yes. when you thought of like movies are bad endings, like it yeah. got that bad. Oh right. yeah. Because like you usually expect it. Usually it was like one thing or another. We're like, oh man, I wouldn't have done that. Like this movie sucks now, but this, it was too much. Like even okay. I looked over at Megan and she's like, really? She got blown <laughs> back in the plane. I'm like, it could happen. <laughs> So we'll give it eight out of ten baby in a bags yes. uh, for bad ending <laughs> score. <laughs> Absolutely. But it it really sold me though because it made it memorable because the beginning was so good. Right. Like I was like, You oh, get man. more mad at stuff when it has the potential to be yes. really good. That's how I feel like as well. Yeah. So I, I can see that. I can see that. Like if you have such a strong start and like an artistic like point of view, and then it just blow that away. Yeah. <laughs> it was man, very disappointing. Okay, so if we go to the next one, transitioning. Number movie number 2. All these are ones that I've seen recently, so that's why I pretty much wrote them down. Of the I watch a lot of horror movies. But this one's called The Wretched, 
And this one got me because the cover art looked good. It was like an old twisted tree and like a weird tree. That was your first mistake. You don't pick based on I know, I know. Huge mistake. But then the, the, the description got me because it was like a an old tree goddess, kind of like how I described uh what's his name? Harry in our thing, how he had like the horns sprouting oh, out yeah, and yeah. stuff, like his demon form. Yeah. So like it kind of looked a little That's bit cool. like that. So like old like uh yeah. Celtic, you know, yep. kind of deal. I get that. And so the, the another one where the movie's going great. So far, it's about a kid who has to go live with his dad for the summer because he's a troublemaker and a youngster, mm-hmm. you know? It's like and an 80s then, premise right there. Yeah. 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 And then uh, the family next door, something happens to him where the, the tree spirit comes out and basically eats a baby. Again, with the baby. I, I really don't like anything that happens to the babies, but whatever. It eats the baby and then all of a sudden everyone forgets about the baby. So, like, apparently that's this monster's thing is it'll eat someone and then make everybody else just forget that person even existed. And then it inhabits the mom's body. Oh, all, spoilers, everybody. If you're really going to watch these, I'm telling you what's going on. Yes, but I mean, yeah. you should know if you watch our show at this point. Like, yeah, we don't. I don't give a fuck. Sugarcoating. Yeah. So, um, the, the spirit thing inhabits the mom's body, goes about its business. Only the little, there's another son. Only he knows, like, that's not my mom. So then the spirit lady's like, well, fuck you. I'm going to kill you. So the kid runs next door to our main hero, who's some teenager dude, douchebag looking guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Help me. That's not my mom. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, eats a little kid. And then everybody forgets about the little kid. He goes next door to the dad. And he's Why like, do people keep forgetting. That Is was, that like an actual like enchantment type yes, thing? Okay. Yeah. It was like part okay. of her powers or something like okay. that, right. which I'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Okay. So... He goes to the dad. He's like, what happened to your son? He's like, I never had any kids. Party hard, bro. Like, <laughs> that was the dad. Yikes. Yeah. Okay. And then like, oh, man. But for some reason, this teenager kid next door remembers this shit. Mm-hmm. And then he goes and breaks into their fucking uh, basement. And turns out there's a bunch of baby clothes and stuff in there. And also a Satan shrine kind of oh, thing yeah. made of Naturally. twigs and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then That's the where mom. where I tend to keep my baby clothes <laughs> in my Satan shrine. <laughs> So then the, the mom slash demon figures out and she goes after him. And then there's some more bullshit going on. Um, blah, blah, blah. We get to the twists. And the twists are, it turns out our main teen protagonist uh, mm-hmm. had a little brother this whole time. And we never knew. And you forgot about it. Yeah. That was the twist. Of two twists. There was two twists. That was the first one. Uh, he had a brother the whole time, which doesn't make any fucking sense because... Why do you remember the other ones but couldn't remember? Yes. And they don't explain that at all? No, no. They don't explain yeah. shit. It's a twist for twists. That's it. For the and sake of it. I could, I could understand it if it was like a different point of view. Like if we were only looking through this teenage dude's eyes the whole time, okay, maybe that would make sense. But they're showing a lot of scenes where it's just the possessed family dealing with shit and there's a family beforehand. So we're seeing it from our point of view, you know, as the viewer, not the teenage kid. Yeah. And then some more bullshit happens and they found out, they tracked down where the tree lady lives and she stole his crushes. There's some teen fucking drama in this thing. It does. It, muddles up the movie whatever yeah but the biggest thing that killed it for me i can get past all this but then all of a sudden they're in the middle of the woods tracking down this tree and the demon pops out of its little hole to grab him and the dad of our team hero somehow got a car to drive all the way through the fucking woods (laughs) and crush this demon right into the tree 
Now, I've only been to some woods. Nate, never like a lot of woods. <laughs> yeah, it's not a thing. But I don't really imagine a car being able to just drive through the no. fucking woods like no, that. that's not. Because it was kind of deep in there. Yeah. Right? Are, you're familiar with trees, right? Yeah, I grew up in trees? the Northeast, so okay. lots of wooded areas. Uh, no, like, right? Like that, not only like at the edges would that not work, but especially not deep. And that's impossible. Right. That is not a thing. Unless they were in like a national park. And so you're like, you think right? they're like in the deep in the woods, but they're off like there's a road right next to it. Maybe that's possible. But I really doubt this, this fucking spirit woman was like, <laughs> her ancient Celtic tree is right off the path. It's just right there. <laughs> <laughs> For convenience, you know. <laughs> but that that was the fucking killer for me. Is somehow this dad who had just been stabbed, mind you, is able to accurately drive through a forest. Horror has like and the best deus ex machinas like ever. Like, he you had know, no like, idea where this fucking tree was. He at. can't even remember his children half the time. But he forgot about yeah, one of them. Like, and did the tree look any different? Did it look? Like, was there anything notable about this tree? Like, or how would he even know? He's never seen the tree right, before, he's right? Never been out it there. doesn't make any sense. But somehow he there's managed no to get out way. there and crush it with the car. Maybe and if he had like an ATV, you know, like yes. there's if they really wanted to go that route, which they shouldn't have. But if they really wanted to, like, you could probably have done something a little right. bit better. Yeah, maybe like a shitty tractor, you know? Yes, like, that would have been something. You know, something like that. No, but... it's like a full size SUV. <laughs> <as well. laughs> Oh, and then, uh, so they defeat the demon, uh, Celtic witch lady. And then there's one more twist at the end. It turns out the girl he's been trying to bang this whole time was possessed by the Celtic witch lady. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, when did this happen? Yeah, you can't just throw that in there. Right. I hate that. I hate that. So Between much. the little brother, him having a little brother mm-hmm. the whole fucking time, and then now the girl he wanted to bang is possessed, and then he just leaves because she gives him a flower at the end. And her thing was, for some reason, being a, a nature witch goddess thing, anytime she came across plants or anything, they would die. So she gave him a flower at the end, and then he's in the car on the way back and home. He dies. It's plastic. Oh. And he's like, why'd you give me a plastic flower? And then it flashes back to her in a boat full of a bunch of kids. And she's like, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, that this to me. Uh, so this gets uh nine out of 10 babies in bags. Yep. Uh, because at least the first one, like they made artistic choices that were bad, but I mean, like physics wise aside, like whatever, like I can see where they tried and nothing yeah. too crazy. The whole like randomly adding, uh, sister or uh, friend possessions right. and then like other brothers you've forgotten without explaining it that's a huge right. deal breaker for me in a movie like it's one thing if you have a reason and you explain it and the reason sucks okay if it's another thing if you don't have a reason and you just throw it right. in there not okay especially just when it doesn't add up like why are you no. able to remember the other two kids but not your own fucking brother that doesn't make sense and then the girl he's trying to bang that uh, her sister gets abducted and he can remember her so why can't yeah right there's no continuity right what's going on it here, didn't make you know? sense yeah, I don't understand because I feel like you have to be pretty creative to come up with horror stories. Yes. Like I find the premises are all very actually most horror stories when I read the premise, I'm like, this looks really good. But then like execution. Execution seems to yeah. be a thing, you know? Like if they think that if they put this much thought into like a cool premise, why wouldn't they want to wrap it up? Right. You know? Like, I don't know. It's like I've said before, like they're trying really hard. And then they get like halfway through it and they're like, you know what? I'm, I'm over it. You know, this isn't like Saw 16, you know, where like, yeah, I'm not looking Starring for Chris Rock. 
<laughs> that maybe would have been cool, like Saw 2, 3, maybe even 4, but like by Saw 9 or 10, no new actor like is going to right. like make me care about that series. Right. It, it didn't, I, I heard it bomb naturally. Right. I mean, like, I didn't want to see it. Right. In the middle of the tail end of a pandemic, Saw was not the movie right. we were really looking for. <laughs> um, <laughs> they want happy, cheerful stuff, or The Conjuring Devil Made Me Do It, which I did watch that, and that one was fucking good. Which one? Conjuring the Devil Made Me Do It. Oh, okay. Part of the Conjuring universe. All right. And then, so after we watched that, we're like, we need to watch all these motherfuckers. So we rewatched them all in the order that it says to online or whatever. And the, yeah, The Conjuring Devil Made Me Do It. I really like that one. It had a good ending. Okay. And, and how about the series as a whole? Because you say you went back and watched it. Yeah, as so, a yeah. whole, I think it's solid. It's the it's like different kind of scare. Like as we're going back and watching it, you can really appreciate the stuff they do. But it's things that like still scare me to this day. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, what was that noise kind of deal? Mm-hmm. Or... All these places have a long fucking hallway. Like they live in an apartment, but all of a sudden they have the longest fucking hallway I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. But the way they do the shadows on it, where like it's pitch black in one corner right. of the room, you know, the devil's in the details. Like yes. literally, right? Yeah. That's what's. I, I agree. Like it's that kind of stuff. Like not like horrible prosthetics. Like I mean, it yes. worked in the eighties and nineties, but like we don't really need that anymore. It's really the like subtle, scary yep. shit that that sticks with you. And the, the yeah, the little details and. Just stop with like the jump scares and stuff because sometimes that works. But like, I think slow burn horror is the superior horror where it's like, man, this is like spooky, you know? And then it just keeps building and building and building. And when you can't figure it out, like, it's not like it's not exactly what you said the jump scare. Like, there's nothing to figure out about a jump scare, but like, when you're just like, what the fuck is going on? And it's just building and you know it's going to like climax, but you like, you don't know when or why. That that's that's what that's what gets me. There was back in the day the person who makes Metal Gear Solid, uh, Kojima. He worked on this like demo of like a horror game where mm-hmm. you basically just go around a hallway that's almost like square, and like details keep changing, like the Ooh. door becomes a jar and like stuff. Yeah, and uh, that was terrifying. People were saying like that was some like like some of the scariest horror. Like Ooh, yeah. it didn't unfortunately because Kojima like has bounced around a lot and has like a really weird and he's kind of like a weirdo, right? Like, he's a, he, well, he loves storytelling, right? but he he builds games on storytelling. So it, like actually it would make sense he'd be in horror, but right. that was it. Nothing really came of that uh, because and shortly after he left, um, what's that publishing company who did Metal Gear Solid? Uh, Konami. Yes, it, they kind of like split ways, and so gotcha. I think that's probably why that never took off. But that was artist. like, yeah, he's an artist, yeah. and they just want to probably pump shit out. Right. <laughs> so like most publishers do. So uh, I think, uh, but that was hailed as like one of the scariest game demos ever. Ooh. And it's kind of too bad. It, it would have been a great thing to like try out sometime on oh, the stream yeah. or something. So oh yeah, God, I love being scared. All right, all right. So, so that was the wretched. That one's not shit. I would not. I would actually no. give the first one a chance. Yes. Um. I would. I would not bother no. with the wretched. I already started it. Once I start one, I usually have to finish. Wait till we get to my last one, because <laughs> I want to turn that off like thirty minutes into it. So the 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 third one here I have is a movie called The Soul Collector. Now it's a uh, South African film, so they made it in South Africa or whatever. And I've always been a big fan of other people's cultures and like uh, their mythology or mythos, if you will. So this one is covering the African culture and like a little bit of voodoo, a little bit of like witch doctor stuff. Like shaman. Yes. Yep. And that kind of stuff like really piques my interest, you know, I want to follow that. There's not a lot of that. Right. To to really like in our culture to really like, pop culture wise to right because like we're just getting smothered with the whole norse stuff lately and oh my goodness marvel thanks marvel oh. but 
it's nice and refreshing to have something that's mm. a little bit different. Yeah. And this was another one of those where the whole movie was great. It's uh, about a guy whose daughter ends up dying in a fire and he ends up like basically making a deal with a demon to like bring her back. But the only problem is she's like a demon daughter now. It's still like her, but yeah. not really her. Yep. So he has to keep this girl in a bag and basically feed her humans human souls every so often to like keep her alive. And like that feel, he feels like that's his curse now is like, he's stuck with her and doesn't really know what to do with her. Mm -hmm. So he's meandering around and this, uh, family takes over this family farm that they have. They come back, move back out and they're trying to get established. And then all of a sudden he just shows up as like a drifter kind of deal. And the mom character, I want to say she's slightly racist. Which I don't know in South Africa. I'm sure it's a big deal. I'm sure there's oh, I'm, there's racists everywhere you go, but in South Africa for sure. Like I think because well, that's like colonized. Like yes. a lot of South Africa is colonized. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, and they're having problems and stuff. But uh, so that like that was her thing. Like the dad is just like, no, he just wants to help out on the on a ranch and stuff, and mm -hmm. we could use the help. And she's like, I don't know, he's just some drifter, you know, mm -hmm. fucking weirdo. But it turns out she was right. He is a drifter. He does kill people. He is bad. And then everything's going great, following the story along the whole time. Uh, at the end of it, the farm family has a daughter, and he basically needs to work up and steal that daughter's soul to feed his demon daughter kind of deal. And it was all going great until we get to the part where he actually tries to kill this the daughter. And he is miserable right now. He hates his own demon daughter. Yeah. But he feels like he just has to keep her along. And he doesn't... It seems like he doesn't even want to kill this little white girl. But he's going to do it anyways. It's so, like reluctantly doing yes. what he doesn't have to. Right. Yeah. And, the, and the way the, they did the daughter in the bag, the demon daughter... That shit's terrifying. It's like this big brown burlap sack looking thing, and she just like crawls out of it. Like that was pretty cool, like ring esque kind of. And, and what would happen if you were to not feed her? Is that covered? Like no, they didn't really say. Like, like would she, she might, just die, or maybe yeah, or she might try to eat him, or because like if, if I made the mistake of resurrecting a loved one and then was like. I have to feed them souls. And then after doing that a few times, I'm like, wow, this is really inconvenient. Like also these people don't really deserve to die. Right. Like, all right, I got rid of my enemies. Now it's just good people. I'm like right. feeding to like a boring, you know, I demon like, in a bag. I think like a typical demon, it plays at his heartstrings a little bit at some yeah. point. I think she reverts back to her normal little girl appearance when it was his daughter. She's like, but I'm so hungry. Oh, Dad. does she do that? Yeah, okay. That would, like that. that would get it. Yeah. yeah. And then so all this happens and he's on the verge of killing a little white farm girl. Mm -hmm. And then they go to limbo. And for what? some, yeah, they both go to limbo. <laughs> That's like a hard right turn. Yeah. Like, because there's another little tribe. How does one go to limbo? I have no idea because at some point there's another tribe like count, trying to counteract what he's doing with the demon daughter and mm -hmm. shit. And they wanted nothing to do with them until the farm people came and asked for help. And so, for one reason or another, we end up in fucking limbo. Mm -hmm. And now they're stuck there. And he's like, well, you have to make a choice, a little white girl. This is the ending which just blew my mind, man. Because, like, it just went from, like, zero to what the fuck in, like, two <laughs> seconds. So, now they're in limbo. And, like, you have to make a choice. You can either stay here in limbo with me forever. And we can hang out and be BFFs. Or you can go back. The girl? Or yes, the farm girl. Not His, his daughter is nowhere to be seen. In the limbo. Yes, I know. This is very hard to follow. Yes, I know. <laughs> I and I usually love weird, hard to follow yeah. movies, but this was like, like 
I left for, for one second, and like, there's no way I missed yeah. what happened in this. No way. I even rewound it, and it's just like, I'm still missing it. Yeah. So she ends up deciding to go back with her mom and is reincarnated as a new baby. What? From her same mom. Yes, I know. So the little girl, white farm girl dies. Yeah. Goes to limbo uh-huh. with the shaman guy. Uh-huh. How did he get there? I have, I have no idea. I forget, or uh, I wasn't paying attention. It doesn't matter. Or, if yeah. you don't remember, it didn't right. like have a good reason. Right. And then I remember Limbo was kind of cool looking. It was just like a desert kind of with like a red filter on it. I'm like, okay, I can see that being Limbo, you know? No, it's basically Tucson. But then, yeah, she goes back and takes over, is reincarnated as a new baby from her mom. And like that didn't make sense to me. Cause and that, then is the demon still around? I have no idea. Is that even addressed? No. <laughs> the soul collector. I go watch it. I, I don't understand. So if, I hate Wretched because it sounds stupid. Right. But this is just confusing. Right. Like what? And I think that was one of the reasons I hated it where it was, I was following along and going great up until that point where he ends up killing yeah. the little girl and they go to limbo together. I'm like, man, what the fuck is happening right now? And no explanation. Yeah. Yikes. I I don't have anything to say because it's it's like, I don't even know. Like, I was going to ask you how you would fix that, but it's just like the movie ended and they just gave it a random ending. Like, you don't even know how to end that movie. Right. You don't even know where they were going with that. Right. You know, like, maybe with the other movies, you could be like, oh, all right, we got this one part. And then because of, like, budget reasons, we didn't know how to, like, have an end scene so he drove a car. Like, I can almost see the mistake of like driving a car in the woods where it was like, oh, we just ran out of money and time or whatever. But, fuck it, like, we'll drive the SUV yeah. into the tree. <laughs> yeah, sure. Like, I can see that. But like, fuck it, we'll go to limbo and she'll be yeah. reincarnated as her, her other mother's baby. Right. That's a little weird. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's like pretty out there. Right. Um, yeah, I just didn't appreciate it because the whole rest of it was fine. The the whole uh, African shaman type stuff, mm-hmm. like uh, he uses nature. There's a lot of like uh, symbolism with moths and different things like that, different animals and like reincarnation cycles. They talked about a little bit, but then just to throw it all on the end, like eh, I probably would have went a different bummer. route. Bummer. You know, similar to the the first movie where maybe cool premise, right? Bad execution. Yep. Uh, I give it. I, I would also give that nine what the fucks out of out of ten. Yep. Babies That's in a bag. Babies in <laughs> babies in bag. Um real quick, we're because these are I thought you were probably gonna hit us with more like mainstream ones. Uh where do you get your like where do you watch these? Is there like so, a Netflix uh, for horror basically? There is, it's called Shudder. Shudder, okay. Yep, Shudder. Oh, cool. And I subscribe to that and it is basically a Netflix for horror, but there's not a lot of good horror like on so that. far were all three of these on on shutter no um i think shadow in the cloud might have been on hbo max the wretched was on hulu soul collectors on shutter and the treehouse was a hulu original which is going to be the next one okay wow all right yeah well that's, that's i mix it all up yeah. but i do watch shutter but yeah so i mean clearly you put effort into this end because if you track horror movies across multiple streaming yes. platforms like you're a, you're a connoisseur of scares. I like so. them all, and I like to hate them all, apparently, yeah. too. So, I think for the point is to for you to have these, like, four... If these are four standout, yes. horrible ending, they must be atrocious. Right, because where, like, at least these first three I talked about showed some kind of promise, and then they just, like, you I'm know afraid. what? I'm you. afraid for number four. <laughs> I, I'm, like, excited, but I'm terrified. Okay, hold on. Let me get... I need a yeah. drink before we get started on oh. the treehouse. Ooh. I don't know if there'll be a system to rate this. I don't think babies in a bag will be enough. No, this is going to be a real shit show. For those of you who have seen The Treehouse, you know exactly what I'm talking about, but let's get prepared for this. Also, I uh, just want to say thanks again to John for uh, 
becoming a subscriber on a Patreon. Okay. Now the treehouse. <laughs> Let's get down to nitty gritty right here. So, I messaged you right away after I watched this. Yep. It was that big of a deal. So, uh, a chef, a uh, TV promising chef is stressed out and he needs to go on a vacation. We learn a couple little details about him. He's divorced. He does have a daughter. He talks with her in the restaurant. He has a twin sister and he comes from a super rich family. Mm-hmm. And that's the the gist of the basic information. We meet a, a new character. Um, Lonnie was his name. He runs the bait shop. He looks a little slow, but he looks like he has a heart of gold, but also creepy. And they go to the big mansion that he grew up in. We meet Agnes, who is some old blind caretaker lady who I actually liked her character in the beginning because she like gave him shit and stuff. She's like that old crotchety mm-hmm. woman. I'm like, ooh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Now, for some reason or another, the, the sister has to leave because she's a DA and she's got to work on this case, even though they're supposed to be spending a twin vacation together. He's like, whatever. And there's some bachelorette party going on. And they run out of power across the property. It never explains how the property line works in this movie. You think with a big mansion, it would be like this huge fucking property. Because she said across the canyon, but it only took her like five minutes to walk next door to get flashlights and shit. But that's besides the point. He's a chef. He's like, let me make dinner for you and all your friends. Okay, fine. That sounds great. And then this is when stuff starts to get a little weird. Because like there is some like self-righteous monologuing going on with the dialogue it's all just like women empowerment stuff which is fine but it seems so off-putting because it's like straight copy and pasted into the script it seems like like things you would see on social media or or things like that like just right in the script like man this is a little off-putting but i'm gonna keep following it what if it gets crazy you know yeah like they talk about the wage gap and shit, <laughs> like whatever. And just like this is like the bachelorette party, and they're tag yes. playing these like social justice. Yes. Just, okay, I can yep. see it. Maybe and then they whatever. also talk yeah. about like pregnancy and stuff like uh-huh. that. And the guy's been drinking, so he's kind of a d bag, which is whatever. He ends up passing out, waking up. One of the chicks is in his bed, but he's like cool about it. He's like, "Oh, hey, why don't you wake up and get out of here?" You know, she's not waking up. He's like, "All right, I'm gonna go find everybody else." And then that's when like this weird witch thing shows up at his door and basically tracks him down. They tie him down, chain him to a bed. The and bachelorette that, party? Or yes, the, the, it's the bachelorette party. Okay. Because now they're all circled around the bed and they all show their sweet matching tattoos and they're like, we're witches, bitch. And then they shoot <laughs> fire from their hands and like, okay, they're witches. Megan was done at this point. Yeah. She's like, no, this is fucking lame. You're you're a huge optimist, though. Right. Like, that's what I've learned from you. It's like, <laughs> there could be like seven red flags and you're like, I'm still going to give it a chance, Nate. Yeah, um, it could come back. Could I told come. Megan, too, while we're watching it. I'm like, it could come back. Agnes could turn out to be like a badass witch and fight these witches right that sounds that'd be great that's how we would have fixed that i'm already telling you right now how we could have fixed it (laughs) agnes was a badass old witch and ends up killing these bitches what actually happens this is what actually happens (laughs) um blah 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 he somehow gets out of the thing but the whole time they're talking shit to him we find out that he's a um he did rape some chick in high school but now he's like a a uh, guy who takes advantage of women because of his uh, okay. social status and power and okay. stuff like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And there's a bunch of that in there. Okay. And then about how he got like one of his, like the dialogue is just so shitty and forced. Yeah. 
and it's all just women empowerment stuff, which is not a big problem except for the way that they go about it is so cringy. You're like, eh. And at one point... Which they, sounds like the genres are really mixed here. Yeah. Like, um, like, you promised me a horror movie, and this is yeah. not a horror movie. Okay. Like, this is just like, what is going on? So his twin sister's sorority wedding party, right. or uh, bachelorette party, turns on him because of his past as like yes. a rapist and or yep. whatever. And then where does it go from here? So he manages to uh, escape from there. After. He's not going to live, clearly. You've already given a backstory well, where like no, he's not. like a piece of shit and he, he needs lives. to die. He lives <laughs> because that goes with the whole feminist movement part of it. So they end up like scaring him to live in death. He really thinks they're witches, blah, blah, blah. Uh, find out he breaks down, mental moment. Uh, it turns out his twin sister was in on the deal and like hired these chicks yeah. to come teach him a lesson, you know? And then, so he's super scared, ends up peeing his pants at one point. Super embarrassing. I mean, I wouldn't pee my pants. And <laughs> then at the end of it, he survives. And he's like, oh my God, I survived. And he runs home and I hugs should probably him. stop raping women. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. Hugs his daughter. He's learned the error of his ways. And then it turns out that they're not even witches. They were all wow. props. They like had like a thing that made fire in their hand. At one point, there's a really racist part for a woman empowerment movie. Like, why is there such a blatant racist part? Like, there's one black lady in the movie, and then like she's like freaking out and doing some kind of witch thing. And then the the lady next to her is like, "Oh yeah, you better watch out for her. She does voodoo." <laughs> and like. What the fuck? Like, was that even necessary to bring that up? Yeah, this sounds terrible. Yeah. I mean, not like the women empowerment thing, but like, well, first off, bad guys, right? Like, if he was a bad person, right. probably he should have died. That's usually oh, yeah. too, like, uh, horror movies usually deliver on, like, when you find out a good person is a bad person in yep. a horror movie, they get what they deserve. That's right. like, it's almost a satisfying thing yeah, you get like out of it. Yeah, like, to help me know, keep watching. Right? Like, okay, this guy's a piece of shit. Let's yeah. just kill him. Like, I'll help you. We're talking about a 180 of, like, going from women empowerment to, it's okay. Like, right. well, you're just your rich family will pull a very expensive, confusing prank on you. Yep. And that will yeah. teach him a lesson. And that was basically the end of it is we taught this guy a lesson. Yeah, that's, we want. that is no horror movie. You right. should be like, I can't think of a single other movie where it's like, did you learn your lesson right. now? Like, okay, I hope you your there was lesson. no actual danger here. Everything's okay. Like, well, he doesn't know. He still thinks they're witches. Because mm-hmm. at the end, after he leaves his oh, daughter, there's some like UPS girl there. And she's like, oh, hey, whatever your name is. Do I know you? No, but I know you. And then she shows like the witch tattoo on her hand. And she's like, <laughs> we'll be watching you. And he's like, oh. And what the fuck, man? And then the, just the dialogue was so cringy. Because at one point, they're like, we need to drain the swamp and like we got to get rid of this bad ombre you know oh which my is God. like this is a bunch of political like yes. this is, they're just quoting like the trump campaign yes. like yes. very weird i'm like this has nothing to do yeah. with it like that when i bad. when i dive into one of these movies i want to be taken away from what's going on in the world right now and for you to just force feed me this shit drain the swamp and one bad ombre like Come on, man. I mean, like, I'd be down with it if you do it well, but right? like that doesn't sound well. They just said it just at to all. say it. That just yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. It's uh it's crap. Oh that is but uh, man, I was so eleven babies in a bags out of ten. Yes. That's crap. And like the the way they did things, like what if he just killed himself? You know, like that would have been it. Plan over. 
Because at one point they're threatening to chop off his dick, and if someone's threatening to chop off my dick, and there's nothing I can do about it, I'm gonna be like, you know what, fuck it. <laughs> at least, I'm dead, but at least I got my dick. <laughs> I it just uh, it feels like there was no stakes. If really the right. like threat was just to make him a good person at the end, like I don't know, that's just again not like a horror, maybe more of like a suspense movie that wasn't very good. Right. I don't know. I feel like if you gave me enough time, I can't off the top of my head, but I can think of better movies where like women villains like right are better are, are just better done and yeah. like and, and maybe do like i don't know like look at the craft you know mm-hmm. the craft yeah. is good that that's, was that's kind of what i was thinking women. right like not maybe a horror movie but like right. that's kind of more like what i'm thinking or like i don't know i was even thinking like thinner where he gets like cursed Ooh, by yeah. a gypsy like i don't and know he deserved it and, you know and then his daughter dies at the end for the yeah. twist that was a good right? fucking movie exactly like what he like basically he finds because well, in thinner right his wife is cheating on him or something. Yeah. And so he basically like can't get rid of the curse, but you can pass it on. Yep. Like, I don't know. Like that's more what I just would find in line with this movie. Yeah. Um, the, the, the whole thing is that the dialogue was bad. Everything was forced. Yeah. And I mean, literally dr- words like draining the swamp battle on Bray, like now, like that's really too specific right. and bad writing. Yeah. And they're just talking less. about the chef guy. Like what? Come on, just stop it. And I, I was just so disappointed. I really thought Agnes was going to turn around because Lonnie comes back. He ends up calling Lonnie and Lonnie comes back at one point with a gun. And then that's when Agnes comes out. I'm like, oh, shit, it's about to go down. And then Agnes is like, no, you need to leave because it turns out Lonnie's fucking Agnes's kid. Yeah. And then so Lonnie leaves. And then there was one, one spot when Agnes, there was a bunch of like this weird monologuing stuff that happens in the movie where Agnes is like, serving out dishes because that's her job to serve out these dishes and she's like well at least you women have a voice in my day we weren't even given that much right like, what that would have been awesome to go back she's like she's been around 300 years yes and like, like right that would have been, been awesome and I, I think that could have been great and then i think it would have been even better she'd be like you want to pull a prank like you think this is women empowerment right. and then she strings all of them up the guy the yeah. women that oh, would have been even better all. movie you kill know them all. yeah i don't know like yeah i'm not into it based I'm on so on disappointed that's unfortunate right and even my wife is like... Could you fix that? How could you all... I mean, we talked about Agnes being a witch, I guess. That would be the only that. way to fix it. <laughs> that would have been the only way. Everybody dies except for the Breathe twin it. sister. Because honestly, those ladies kidnapped somebody, uh, tied them up, tortured them. Really, you're not that good of a person either. Like, I'm sorry. So Agnes turns out to be super evil witch, kills everybody there except for maybe the twin sister. And I would have been happy with mm-hmm. that. Absolutely. I dig it. Yeah. Um, everybody gets their just yeah, desserts yeah 11 out of 10 babies in a bag oh man but that was uh four horror movies that i actually spent time sit down to watch and every single time i get disappointed it's like i i love to abuse myself at this point yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like honorable mention would be uh m night Shyamalan, our, our good friend right and pretty much anything he's ever done everything. even though they're not exactly horror movies right. and maybe more suspense six sense was good yes right it, that's the problem is i watched it as a kid and that was that was kind of scary yes. as, a, as a kid and then everything after that absolutely like i because i thought six sense was scary everything else i assumed when he had a misstep i'm like oh the next one's gonna be right. fine nope i mean the village yeah what the because like that apparently was his thing now at this point was the twist that's it yeah and now he's like forcing it too hard yeah so i mean because we had that we had the happening which maybe me at least like i was on board with uh the village until 
the i just hated the ending right yes. but it actually was pretty good this this right. idea of like somebody with like because what she was uh hearing impaired or vision impaired yeah um, i think so and then like i liked the whole idea i didn't mind the idea of them like living in the woods you know outside of society yeah but, like the way they just did the ending like man, well because it was clearly just there to be like ah gotcha it wasn't right. like uh and like they have this secret that they don't want to be found by right. society right could have just maybe been some more expanding but i i like didn't totally hate the village it was just right. like a letdown at the end but the happening oh yeah i was pissed at the end it's the, the, the plants killing people and then they just stop at yeah. the end like Why it, do the they plants stop? just stop so he has a new thing out right now, and I don't know if you know it's uh old, no, but older, or it's like he has a thing out in theaters right now. It's it's in theaters, and basically it's that like, this family goes on vacation on the island, and they are aging super fast. Ooh. Um, and they find a body, or someone dies, and then the body starts aging or something, Ooh. and it like sounds great, but it's like looking at his last few movies, right? I don't know, aka Avatar, yeah. What was that? Oh wow, yeah, I yeah. forgot that was. Yeah, I try. I try to forget that all the time. <laughs> what about um? I I didn't see. It wasn't like Lady in the Water. Was that one better? Did you see Ooh, that one? Um, let's see. Was it Lady in the Water? I did watch it, and then it turns out like I like ones that have like a little whimsical, like fantasy mm-hmm. horror esque. Like uh, my favorite is Pan's Labyrinth, El Labertino Delfano, uh, because the whole thing's subtitled. Mm-hmm. But that. I love that fucking movie. So that idea. Yeah, I heard, I heard Ben's Love is amazing. Oh, yeah. So yeah. that idea of like whimsy horror, like I really like that. And there was a little bit of that in Lady in the Water. But okay. then it was like, eh. Hmm. It didn't hit it on yeah. the mark, you know? Yeah. Well, he's a, he's a close runner up. Like he's almost like we just expect him to be bad and we still right. clear those movies at this point. I could have made a whole list yeah. on just his movies. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> for sure. um, well, thank you so much. That was, uh, I think that was a really great episode about just disappointment. Yes. Um, that's my life. It's sad. Some of those I think had good premises. I think two, oh, yeah. two out of the, the, uh, what was the first one called? The uh, shadow in the cloud. Shadow in the cloud. I thought had a really great premise. Yep. And then I also think the, uh, shaman one was pretty good. Oh too. yeah. The soul collector. Soul yep. collector. I also, I would have, if they just maybe wrapped up the endings better, I think those could yes. have been good. I'm not so sure about the last one or no, uh, the, the treehouse tree or never had a chance. Yeah. What was this? Like the wretched. Yeah. That yeah, one sounds fucking stupid. Yeah. yeah. I never had a chance. Never had a chance. <laughs> um, let us know if you've watched these videos or watched these movies, uh, and you felt different. If you liked this, we definitely want to hear from you. Yeah. Cause uh, I can talk about horror movies all day long. You want to hear good ones? I got at least two that are good. <laughs> what name drop them right now um oh shit or just give me your like top what's like right because uh the last one i I watched that i really liked i forget the fucking name of it but it was a a cthulhu inspired one oh there's not enough of that yes surprisingly in a very saturated like i feel like a lot cthulhu is like very popular now but i'll look up the the name and uh send it to you Mm -hmm. we can post it in description or whatever but uh this one was really good because these two kids managed to escape a cult and then for one reason or another how cults work they're like we need to go back you know and like finish our business i need to settle things yeah so they go back and it turns out that the cult is actually trapped in these time bubbles that are all across this land and like cthulhu is at the center of it or cthulhu-esque monster yeah and some of the time bubbles are really fucked up so what happens is like every so the time bubble they're in is like every 10 years cthulhu wipes them out kills them and then brings them right back to square one so it's like on a 10-year loop but then one of the loops is super fucked up because it's like a five second loop so there's one guy in there who kills himself and then five seconds later it rewinds 
and then he kills himself oh, again. Yikes. Five seconds later, rewinds, kills himself again. That's terrifying. Oh, yeah. That's, see, that sounds cool. Oh, yeah. That, that one was great. a good one. And the, the ending was good. They ended up like somehow escaping it because they had to leave the bubble within a certain time. Otherwise, they're trapped. And they ended up getting away. And that ending was really good. I'll have to look up the, okay. the name of that. We'll throw it out there. If we get one new patron in the month of July, Nate will throw up a list of top whatever movies top yeah. five ten horror movies yeah. whatever that he recommends to be honest, and stuff you probably, probably won't know of or expect it'll probably be five probably just five for good ones all right well thanks so much if uh, again if you enjoy the show as always natonepresents.com or go to patreon.com slash natonepresents and support us whichever way you'd like and hit us up on social media slide into our dms and we will talk to you next week thanks for coming by bye